Hey y'all, this is Whitney, and welcome back to another episode of Spastic Chatter. If this is your first time watching Spastic Chatter, it is a platform meant to feature those in the cerebrology community. I get together weekly with individuals with CP, like myself, to have an unsensitive chat, if you will, about what it's like living with this type of disability. And this week, I have Roy Jones, and he wrote in wanting to be a guest, and He's pretty awesome, so I agree. So I wanted to I wanted to have him on the show. He's a YouTuber, and I'll let Roy introduce himself, and then we'll get on to the conversation. Yeah. So, um, as she said, thank you so much for having me. First off, um, my name is Roy Jones, and I'm from Columbus, Ohio, and I also have spastic cerebral palsy. Um, and uh, so I've, I've created a, a YouTube channel to kind of share my daily life and provide educational videos and uh, help educate others so they can be their own self-advocate. That's awesome. So I kind of want to, uh, since it's about self-advocacy, I kind of want to take it back to your, to your childhood growing up with CP, like how... How how was your how was your childhood like growing up with CP? I know I know that's a weird question because when I'm asked that I'm like it's just a normal childhood. But is there anything that stands out like about you being a self advocate or like? So um for me um I grew up in more of a fragmented household if you would. So um I had to learn to speak. For myself because um there would you know there wasn't there wasn't always someone to uh speak for me um and then kind of later on in life uh my teenage years uh, my grandparents uh raised me and so yeah i mean it's, i've always had to kind of be my own advocate and uh fight for what i need and what i want that's awesome um I think I think you brought up a a unique perspective that I, I haven't come across on the on the show because um there I've interviewed you're my fifty you're my uh you're gonna be my fiftieth episode in the, in that time span there's really not been someone that has that had become their own advocate at such a young age we usually rely on support on our support people, you know, you know, so that is a very good point to make that is that not everyone has, not everyone has to, has that support system and they have to learn how to advocate for themselves and create, and create a support system if that makes sense. So can you think of a, can you think of a time where you, at a young age, you had to advocate, you had to advocate for yourself? Does it does this time stand out for you? Um, I wouldn't say. Um, I mean, I I mean, I I remember going to the doctors by myself at you know uh, thirteen, fourteen, you know. Uh, so, I mean, that's I kind of had to become an adult very quickly. Yeah. Do they? Do you think they took you seriously? Um, yes, I do. I, in, in, 
in that time, yes, uh, because they knew uh, what my situation was. Um, so um, they, they knew kind of what I was up against. So um, they've, I've always been mature beyond my years, I guess you could say. Um, um, one thing that was uh, that's unique about me as well is um, a lot of individuals I know uh, have more of a handicap accessible home, and I never had that. So I had to I had to learn how to navigate uh, navigate around uh, in a regular home, which yeah. uh, which has helped me now. Because uh, yeah. even where I'm at now, it's not handicap accessible. Um, but that's okay because it keeps me mobile and it allows me to be able to uh, go pretty much anywhere I need to go and know how to navigate around. Yeah, that's awesome. See, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a, a bonus, but not a bonus because it it allowed you to like develop the skills to get around wherever you wherever you need to go and like. That's very cool. Correct. Correct. I mean, if I always tell people, if I make my house handicap accessible, uh, like totally accessible, if I go to my friend's house who may not be handicap accessible, I wouldn't have the ability or skills to uh, navigate. Yeah, that's very true. But I see that you have well, you have one of you I would call it I would call it I don't know if, I don't know what you call it, but right now I'm gonna refer to it as an advantage. It's just me being like I see that you're you're in a you're in a you're in a manual wheelchair, so like you have that you have that advantage as to like someone like me who has to use a power wheelchair and if I was stuck and if I had to use a manual chair I wouldn't be I wouldn't be as functional. So I did study. So, so a very fun fact about me. Um, yes, I have a manual chair, but I also use uh, something uh, called a smart drive, um, which if you're familiar with those, um, I actually have the upgrade to that. It's through a different manufacturer, but it's called um, Smooth. Um, it's only been actually it's only been in the U.S. less than a year. Uh, so Smooth is S M O O V, and it allows me to attach a portable motor to my chair and provide power if I need it. So that awesome. is unique. So like um, this is gonna get off topic, but I don't really, I don't really care. I'm curious. So how does uh are your hands affected by CP? Is it just real? Um, they are the uh, more so the left hand is affected, uh, left hand and left arm, and then oh, I have a, I have so some of I have some effects in my neck. So, um, does your like? I've never tried the smart drive because I can't. Does it? Does your when you're with your with your hands affected? Does that affect the smart drive? Your capability to maneuver the smart drive and all that stuff. So when I was on the first smart drive that I had, um, it, it required a wristband. And because my left hand was slower to respond to like tapping the wheel and stuff, 
I would just have to wear the wristband on my right hand um, or right wrist, and that one I could tap fine. Uh, now the smart drive system I have, there's no wristband at all, and there's actually like a mouse scroll wheel that attaches to my chair that allows me to adjust the speed. That's awesome. I was just curious about that. So getting getting back to the conversation, getting back to the conversation of self advocacy, like you were saying that you kind of like didn't have a support group growing up. Did you did you create as you were like growing up and like your wanted your grandparents care and like you would like just you matured and got older. Did you create your own support group like by friends or like? Yes, um, I would say my, my biggest support group uh, was my friends, um, my grandparents, um, and believe it or not, my teachers. Uh, my teachers uh, really invested a lot of time with me, um, who I'm fortunate enough to still today have a very close relationship with. That's awesome. So, uh, so... Or like in school when like we used to we go I keep going back to this, but we 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 kind of go for our, go to our parents to like advocate for us for like in schools and things. So when you, when you had to have like accommodations for for like for school, or how, did you how did that go? How did you go about getting your accommodations? Did you just go up to your teacher and like take care of it yourself or? Yeah, I mean, they obviously they tried to reach out to my mother and, and whatnot, but as I got into like middle school and high school, it was more uh, I, I reach out and tell them what I need or a lot of my teachers, uh, they would just advocate for me as well, you know, and just, um, and just go from there. Were you in a, were you, were, were you in like genetic classes or? Um, I, I was um, in a multi-handicap class uh, specifically because I needed uh, physical therapy and occupational yeah. therapy. Um, so for that purpose, I was in a multi-handicap class. That's awesome. Um, okay, so getting out, like getting out, getting out, we're going to like move away from school and things like that. What did you, what did you do after after high school, did you go into college, or, or what were your plans? So, um, because of the environment that I grew up in, um, the as soon as I turned eighteen, um, the day I turned eighteen, I had my stuff packed up. Um, I moved out of my uh, mother's house and moved in with my grandparents, um, which I graduated in uh, 2005 um, and then in 2006 um, I took my first job at a call center um, and so and then from there I actually have lived on my own between living with my you know with my grandparents um, I've lived in my own apartment um, all you know and I've pretty much lived in my own place um, all my life at this point. That's awesome. I can really, I can, I can really tell because I've been, I've been uh, on my own since I like eight, since like eighteen. So like, 
I I can relate to 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 being our own, being independent. Um, so what kind of got you into doing YouTube? Um, so I in 2012 I took a job at a um at a school where I got to work with uh, students um, of all types, students with disabilities and whatnot. Um, and then um, I've ha I had my own IT management company later on. Um, and then I've had a lot of issues uh, dealing with insurance and uh, they would rather pay for all kinds of medication, but uh, they wouldn't pay for like physical therapy, acupuncture, massage therapy, things like that, which is to me is completely backwards. I think we're doing the we're doing the wrong thing. Yeah. Um, and so I realized I said, you know what, someone needs to speak out about this. Um, and something I this actually be the first place I've ever mentioned this. Um, at one point in my life, uh, young adult life, I was on 24 different medications. Um, I'm now fortunate to be only on five. Um, uh, if, if I would have known then what I know now, I wouldn't have let the doctors put me on all that medicine. Yeah. Um, but I'm not saying medicine's bad, but I think that there are other things that we need to look at before we just start throwing drugs at people exactly. and I just wanted to speak out about the insurance companies um, That's all. it's backwards so did you to get to get off to kind of tie it together to get off those all those all that medication did like I'm sure that took a lot of self-advocating to your doctors like were they like were they like really perceptive to your to your to what, what you wanted to like to your needs so, so the doctors I had at the time were not. Um, I can tell you that as soon as I told them I went off of this, you know, a couple of certain medications, they said, you know, we, we can't take you off of this. Um, you, you wouldn't survive. And I said, okay, if you won't, I will. Um, and I took myself off of it. Now, disclaimer, I don't recommend anyone yeah just stopping medications because the medication that i stop uh is very deadly um and so but i i took myself off of it and then the physician that i have now she actually met me in an inpatient hospital stay who uh, when she met me she was like i can tell you're miserable and um, i want to see you get off this medication uh, get off a lot of these meds and i said will you be my doctor? And she was like, I see geriatric patients, but I'm happy to take your case. And then from there, she helped me get off all the other medications. That's awesome. And it's, like Roy said, it's important to note that this is his story before you, if you're watching this, before you go, get, go, and, go, go and get off all your medicine, like make sure that you're doing the right thing for you. And uh, so we're not we're not telling you to go to the medicine is bad, medicine is good, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, but just a little disclaimer in there. Um, so have you 
what is your YouTube journey look like? What is what's your favorite videos to post? Um, <clears throat> I think uh, educational videos. Um, just sharing sharing kind of my experiences in hopes that someone else can learn from it and and uh, be inspired by them um, I've recently started doing more vlogging allowing people kind of into my daily life which is very different for me because I'm used to being that private person yeah. um, but I think it's important to be able to for people to see that just because we are we have a disability or we might be in a wheelchair we're just we're normal human beings the, the okay. wheelchair the wheelchair is just how we get around yeah and uh, i like to add that we're nobody's uh we're nobody's inspiration like like if i, if I inspire you cool but what is that inspiration what does that inspiration do i'd rather I'd rather motive. I'd rather motivate you than inspire. Like, cause motivate motivation takes action, in my opinion. Yes. If that makes if that makes any sense at all. But that that's my two. That's my two two bits to that to that comment. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've seen the I've seen your video, like your vlogging type videos, and like you've been going. It seems like you've been going a lot of places, um, but obviously, has COVID played a fact played a factor into your yes. travel? Yes, uh, COVID has definitely um, slowed my travel down a lot, uh, as as it has for everybody. Exactly. Um, COVID has taken a toll on mental health. Um, just as it has for everybody but the the thing to remember is that you know uh things will get better so yeah i totally agree with you so um what kind of have you had like positive feedback from your from your videos i have um I've, i'm actually um surprised um i used to be very afraid of the <laughs> camera um but you know it's the the thing to remember is just be yourself uh there's another youtuber that i follow and that you're probably familiar with but she i mean you know she kind of watching her videos and um just kind of chat yes yeah, uh just kind of i had her as a guest yes and just kind of chatting with with her, you know, has has really let me know. Hey, you can just be yourself. Um, I used to be so nervous in front of the camera. So yeah, I I I I, I, not, I used to be all nervous. Also, if you watch my very first episode, like it was so like rehearsed. Like I I had my scripts that I wanted to read, and then like as time went on, I was like. Screw this! It's gonna be real. It's gonna be authentic. I'm not doing a script anymore. Like wherever the conversation flows, it goes. Like it flows, and I think that's so much more enjoyable to watch 
if, as if, if, as if the person doesn't care at all. We're just, we're just there to like, like you said, show people what that we're just normal human beings living our life. Yes. Um. So. And I think too, you know, like like I've said before, um, I I feel like people see that we have a disability and they think, oh, you know, like they must be so miserable or or they're helpless. And and in all honesty, again, we're just normal human beings, exactly. just trying just trying to live in this thing called life. <laughs> yep, exactly. So um. At the end of every episode, Roy, I ask my guests if they have any advice for others. So, do you have any advice for people who want to, who are struggling as for, to be their own self advocate, or like, just any advice in general? Um. Well, there, there's a, there's a saying that that I go by for, you know, for a lot of things. Um, your small your small act of kindness could be could be the one thing that keeps someone else holding on so just remember be kind to one another um and if you're uh sh- struggling to uh get help that you need um you're not alone reach out uh and ask for help um you know you you can there's a lot of different uh resources out there and uh and if i can help in any way please let me know awesome well where can people find you on social media um so on youtube um you can find me at roy jones on wheels again roy jones on wheels uh or on facebook you can find my official facebook um by searching uh roy jones or going to uh facebook dot com uh, forward slash Roy Morak official. Now Morak is my old last name. You can learn more about my on that. Learn more about that on my YouTube channel. So awesome! Well, thank you, Roy, for wanting to be on Spastic Chatter. I really enjoyed uh, speaking with you and getting to know you. If there's anyone out there who wants to be on Spastic Chatter. Um, there, you can comment or anywhere you see this video, and I will be willing to have anyone as a guest. Um, so until again, thank you, Roy, and uh, and uh, check back next week for another episode of Spastic Chatter. Thank you for having me.